I'd been standing outside the San Francisco airport exactly 22 minutes when I realized Letta Blackburn wasn't coming to pick me up after all. Crikey. The wormy feeling reminded me of something way back. Lots of somethings. Some places make you feel loved. Some places make you feel lost. Some places make you feel nothing at all. As my mama might say, if we were on speaking terms right now. So what did you expect? French fries on the side? My fellow passengers, long since claimed, had drifted away in a tide of bodies that crashed in and rolled out in some predetermined rhythm. I looked at the clock. Twenty-three minutes. What next? I could phone Letta, but phones in noisy places pose some problems for me. I could take a cab over there. I'd paid my share of the rent, hadn't I? Yes, a cab was the best idea. I spotted one and headed toward it, dragging my roller queen suitcase behind me. Letta probably had a good explanation for standing me up. Still, I've known lonely lots of different ways. And right then, standing at the airport, watching the last little brown-haired girl get scooped up into her grandma's arms, brought back every one of them. The cab driver mumbled something I couldn't make out, as far back in the seat as I was. I leaned forward. I'm sorry I can't hear you. He twisted farther around in the seat, and finally I could read his lips. You live here? I'm a lousy liar, almost compelled to tell the truth regarding the most trivial matters. Some would say that's a strength, but it works both ways. Moving here, I said. Soma? I thought back to high school. Brave new world. That drug that made everything okay, even when it wasn't. He turned back to his driving, the rest of his question lost in traffic. Soma, south of Market. My new address, where I would find Letta, who'd in all sincerity explain how the time had just slipped away, even though we both knew this lady never let anything worthwhile escape her. It's my friend's place, I said. Sister of a friend, actually. She's a reporter at the Times. The threadbare head pointed straight ahead at the up-and-down street. Me too, I added, as much for myself as for him. I'm a reporter, too. We skidded to a stoplight in time for him to turn to me and say, Reporter, huh? You hear about that chick reporter who disappeared? What? I must have squawked the words, because he turned back around even as the cab shot across the green. That's another thing about not being able to hear too well. You don't know the sound of your own voice. The cab driver fumbled next to him and threw a section of the newspaper into the back seat, missing my lap by inches. Read all about it, he said, and turned back to the road, laughing at his own joke. From above the fold on B1, Letta Blackburn looked up at me from a thumb-sized photo embedded in a column of type. Reporter missing, read the headline. Last interview with actor Harry Miller. Letta Blackburn, award-winning reporter who'd said I could stay with her until I could find a place of my own, who'd agreed to show me the ropes at my new job, who'd promised to keep my secret because she understood. Letta. Missing. Last seen interviewing Harry Miller, the biggest non-recovering druggy movie star in Hollywood. I hung on to the newspaper even after I realized my hands were shaking. I could barely give the driver directions to the apartment. The story told me little, only that she'd been missing since Monday following an interview with actor Harry Miller, fresh out of prison for not being able to rein in his self-abuses. Monday. Why hadn't somebody called me? What about her sister, Phyllis? Their mom? They weren't even due back from Europe until next month. Did they know? I paid the cab driver and took my bags from him, facing the same double-glass doors I'd seen last weekend when I'd come to finalize our plan and check out the apartment. Only then, 
the entrance to the modern 16-story building had seemed elegant. Today it looked open, vulnerable, like a wound. I felt like an intruder, but I had nowhere else to go. At least the slick plastic card I inserted into the outside lock still worked. I took the elevator to the twelfth floor and let myself in. Where was Letta? What should I do next? Before I could decide, I realized I was not alone in the apartment. Coming out of the bedroom that was to be mine was a man. Crikey. I screamed before he showed me his identification. Sorry if I startled you, ma'am. I took a deep breath and realized how really close I was to losing it. Startled my ass, I managed. What the hell's going on?